But once again, the Bears are inadequate at the position of quarterback. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Andy Dalton, that's the plan B. How's this the plan B? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Andy Dalton is not that guy. And the Bears organization knows it. And Ryan Pace knows it. And Matt Nagy knows it. And that's why they try to get Russell Wilson. Earlier on the show, NFL Network reporter Steve White. Coming up, Buccaneers linebacker Levante David. CBS Sports college basketball analyst Clark Kellogg. Co-host of Brother from Another, Michael Smith. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show on the air um, here on Peacock and this Rich Eisen Show radio affiliate, the terrestrial or satellite. Um, and it's uh, it's something, hey, I'll, I'll fully admit this. Um, I've got a fresh cup of Joe. It's nice and hot. I'm going to be a little extra caffeinated over these next couple hours, which I know everybody around here likes. Oh, you like yeah. it when I'm tired and over-caffeinated. <laughs> I'll just shoot you straight. That's exactly what I am. A little more juicy. You know and I, mean? I just I just pulled a Chris Berman to start hour number two, which is because I went back to go get the fresh cup of coffee, literally sitting That's down in my seat as seconds were, were going to the air. That's, good. That's what the Schwam used to do quite a bit. Where's Chris? Don't worry, he'll be here. Three, two, two hey, welcome. And then he would stick to landing. The audio guys working the floor, which like, I did at Fox Sports Net in the yeah, early days. Yeah, we hated that because you made us like literally have to run to get you mic'd up, and it would be like scrambling because you're IFB. It's no, you're using the general you, right? I didn't no, do that. No, no, I'm not saying you did that. And no, I'm not it, wearing a mic. I have a mic no, in front of me so I know when to sit down. And he didn't the work lob. at Fox Sports Net. Exactly. <laughs> what happened? Like, what happened? But I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I am saying that for my ESPN I'm not Chris Myers. This is not the Chris Myers show. There. I'm here, you're there. I'm here, you're there. Mike freaking out. I'm saying that for my people that worked at ESPN. Although I will say this. The A2 is on the floor. Back in our day. Mike, back yes. in our day at the NFL Network yes. together, um, oh. we 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 would do our coverage. We the first few years that we covered the Hall of Fame, the yeah. the Hall of Fame. This is when um, we would do our set wasn't in the stadium yet. No, okay, because they had just moved everything to the stadium from the front steps yeah, of the hall for the induction ceremony. Jim Kelly had just been inducted a couple of years before, and that's what, as you know, moved everything from the front steps in that lawn that couldn't hold all the fans of his that showed up from Pittsburgh, where he's from, you know, and uh, Buffalo. I mean, you could do a straight line of Buffalo to Pittsburgh to Ohio. Like, everyone just came straight down and and inundated the place. So they said, we... You know, sort of, we need a bigger boat. So they went yeah. to the stadium next door. But anyway, we used to use what was called the old Hollywood Hotel. Okay. Now, what this is, Chris, this is this even predates you. Hollywood. I didn't expect Hollywood to tell the story yeah. today, but. Sorry, Rich. But I'm no, right I'm off on a tangent, and I kind of dig it. I'm over-caffeinated and tired. <laughs> <laughs> but what it is was a hermetically sealed, like a, 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 Soundproof box, okay, with a, ra- uh, that you put on on a, a, a scissor razor. Uh, you could raise it up high, and there's a, a window behind you, so you could see out of this box. And you put 
a set and cameras that are literally like that far away from you. It wasn't very wide at all. It was like a trailer that you could put on stilts and seal it up for sound. So you didn't hear anything. Right. Like, say, the interstate that was right behind us. Yeah, like right there. So you wouldn't hear the trucks zooming by. And this box we got from Fox because they made this for their NASCAR coverage so you didn't hear all the zooming cars around. So I would go on the set and I would, you know, I was, it was amazing. Name a Hall of Famer, name anybody. We interviewed John Madden there after he gave his remarkable speech about, you know, the bus talking to each other and all that. A lot of NFL network history went down in this, this box. And there was only one aspect of this box that cross-pollinated our Hall of Fame coverage and Fox's NASCAR coverage. There was only one item in there that was left over from the Fox NASCAR coverage. And it was Chris Myers' Paul Mitchell hairspray can. (laughs) Which, in the (laughs) years that I was on the set, year after year after year, I needed less and less. (laughs) But this is how long ago it was that I did actually use it one year for my hair that I needed to, that I still had. And that's the story that was born out of the fact that Mike Del Tufo just misconstrued my ability to be on time for a show I didn't with mean Chris you. Myers. I'm sorry, I take that back. Wow, Mike. I mean, you were saying Chris sat, Berman sat down at the Well, no, no, I, I understand it pisses off sound guys because it's, yeah, like, it's, like, it's your job to yeah. mic us up and we're late and right. you're like, and now all of a sudden the thing's hanging off and you can't hear and whose fault is it? Mine? There is another is guy it mine? that is you it mine? know that used to be late coming into set that you worked with at ESPN that worked at Fox Sports Net that was do, did that all the time. Not right? KO. Not Keith. No, he was there. I'm okay. not going to mention the name, but I'm keeping. I can't. I don't okay. want to. This is now. This is this is more interesting than any sports talk you can possibly have. <laughs> yeah, I mean gossip. Twenty-year-old gossip. I'm sorry. Rich. Let's get to the sports talk though. Um, yesterday we had Michael Wilbon on the program, and it boy, what he he said it twice on this show. He said it on ESPN as well. But it, it just really has gotten me to thinking, certainly um, in the fact that when he said that that um, he says that Matt Nagy didn't want to coach Mitchell Trubisky. And this is a guy that won coach of the year because he was able to coach Mitchell Trubisky to such an effect exactly. in just one year's time that it was worthy of the award. I mean, I don't think there was any question Matt Nagy was the coach of the year that year, right? And uh, it kind of gave me pause. Certainly now also, to bring it up here, in light of the fact that I do believe a town in which Mo Green has no plaque, signpost, or statue, a town in which the Rich Eisen Show is on on Raider Nation Radio, 920 a.m., Las Vegas, Nevada. Shout out. I do believe, I read this article, I don't condone this sort of behavior, <laughs> that the people who do sort of place, uh, one would say, chances mm-hmm. on things happening yep. and asking people if they care to part with hard-earned wages to decide whether one chance is better than the other of happening. Spit it out. <laughs> I do believe that the Bears' Super Bowl odds went up. 
after so, signing Andy Dalton. So yesterday. I didn't get to that yesterday because I wanted to mention it. The Bears were forty to one to win the Super Bowl. Sign Andy Dalton fifty to one. That's not the way free agency is supposed to work. <laughs> Usually you sign somebody, it makes people think, no, I could see how that can work out. Right. It's not like, yeah. Nope. Nope. That made me laugh. Not going to so, lie. That made me laugh. I saw that and I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Nobody believes yeah. in Andy Dalton. Zero. So to say, here's Andy to the fan base that says, okay, no Mitchell Trubisky. Now what do you got? Roll it. This is what Wilbon had to say. I've had Kansas City Chiefs players tell me to my face, and I'm not going to name them. These were off-the-record conversations. I probably shouldn't be mentioning it. A couple, two years ago, when they the Super Bowl, that they knew that he didn't want to coach. He didn't want to coach him. It was, it was. It's not a secret. When I say didn't want to coach him, he preferred. He had Patrick Mahomes as a red shirt. That's not the same skill set as coming to coach Trubisky. And everybody knows it. It's a, when I say it's an open secret, they're, they're former Bears. And I don't mean just guys from 85. I mean, they're, they're, they're recent former Bears who I run into, and they go, Dude, geez, no, he, he doesn't want to coach this guy. He wants somebody with a different skill set. Yeah. And I sat there and I thought to myself about this. So the Kansas City Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. It was the year... Not that Nagy won coach of the year. It was a year after that where they took right. a step back. And they seemed to change the way in which they were playing. They didn't rely on Trubisky's feet as much. And he totally regressed. And maybe the personnel changed. And maybe in that year he just decided, yeah, first year was magic. And second year, I can't coach this guy anymore. Right, and then they get Foles to push them, and then we now we're we are where we are, which is Dalton. And I sat there and I thought to myself, if I'm an owner of a team, and I don't know this, it's my fault. Now, if I'm an owner of a team, I would want to know what Michael Wilbon is saying is an open secret amongst players from the team that I hired my coach and from players that are in my legends community, if that's an open secret, I would sure want to know that. And, you know, George McCaskey is very hands-off, which is what I would also want to be as an owner. I would want to find the, the, the person, man or woman, who can run a team, and know a personnel department, and know what personnel matches the coach as well as my fan bases and my organization's philosophy. I'd want to put that all together, and I'd want to back off, but I sure would want to know what everybody's saying about my general manager and my coach and the quarterback. So I sat there and I thought this. I'm, honestly, this is the stuff I think about when I go home sometimes and... <laughs> Ignore my children. <laughs> Best ever. But <laughs> honestly, I, I thought about this also on the way to work today. That maybe does Jerry Jones have it right? Because he knows. He would know. He would know about an open secret because he's locked in. 
Well, he's he, there all the time. I know that, but he's also involved with the roster building. Well, yeah. He's also involved calling other general managers. Like he's in the he's in the jet stream. He would know. Okay, like he definitely knew what some of the unnamed players were saying about Mike Nolan, even probably before what Jane Slater reported from NFL yeah, Network. I would think so. so. He knows that, which leads now. Let's go get Dan Quinn. But we can't fire someone in the middle of the season. We're not going to change it in the middle of the season. But he's also can't see forest from trees because he's too involved in it. And so you also don't want to have somebody that's in your ear saying what you need to know if that person is the wrong person. Like, say, maybe Jack Easterby. <laughs> Do you see what I'm, what I'm getting here? Like, sure. So I'm sitting here wondering, like, what owners would know what's going on and also be hands-off enough. Like, that's the good stuff here. That's the sweet spot here. Like, how do you run it back with Ryan Pace after he's already botched the Drubisky decision from the get-go and it was obvious two years in? You did the right thing to get the right coach to turn him around, but a year later, it's your coach is already telling players on his former team that they already know he doesn't want to coach Mitchell Trubisky? And then he changes some sort of philosophy of the way he does it with him because after a successful year, it falls off and he's decided, yeah, I can't do this with this guy anymore. Let's bring in Nick Foles. And then yeah, wouldn't you want to know this before you run it back with your GM and your coach again? And how do you go about doing that? It is such a tenuous thing to win in this league to find the Brett Veach, to find the Jason Light, to find the Les Sneed, to find your, you know, Steve Kime, who adds Rodney Hudson yesterday. I mean, it's so tough to find the right person and to, to know what you need to know. As I'm, I'm a coach, I want to know it's an open secret. My coach doesn't want to. Coach the guy who I've hired him to fix and he wins coach of the year and he's telling everyone a year later I don't want to coach him anymore. And then the general manager who right. made the decision that this sets off all these dominoes, I'm going to keep him to now yeah. figure out what to do next. Yeah, he's still there. And the answer is Andy Dalton. Right. And I understand you want to be hands-off, but you got to be a little bit more hands-on, don't you think? And how do you do that? What do you do? And the, I'm, I'm honestly, I think of some owners... Because, you know, Kraft is hands-off, and in Bill you trust, you got to throw him out, right? Right. Because he's found the right guy. And I honestly, I thought I liked Steve Bishotti in Baltimore. I think David Tepper is that guy kind of now. Well, I guess he would probably know what's going on yeah. in his organization. He seems to be around a lot. If you're the owner, wouldn't you want to call the coach and the general manager in, like, all the time? But you also have to let them do what they want to do. It's such a fine line, and that's what I kept right. thinking about with this Michael Wilbon soundbite from yesterday. Bashadi, you know, hires Ozzy, and Ozzy, you do your thing, but he damn well knows about what the open secrets are. I bet. John Mara, the Giants, you know? Not Woody Johnson. <laughs> I, I well, I mean, clear, but he he's, but he was been gone. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he he gone. clearly was onto something other than football, right? 
man, if I'm an owner of an NFL team, I would want to know, and it would drive me crazy. It would drive me nuts Yeah. if that happened. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's so tough to get right. It is so tough to get right. Oh, as but, evidence we see every year, six to eight coaches get fired. Every year there's a over, you know, turnover, but turnover, turnover, something, turnover. But there's something to, 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 to put con- – there's something about continuity. The Steelers are a perfect example. A perfect example. Didn't Breer say this week that Mike Tomlin this year is matching the number of years Bill Cowher yeah, was there? Yep. 15, yeah. right? So, I mean, it, there is something for letting it ride. There is something for that. You can't keep churning through it. But there is something uh, where, where you got to know what's up and you got to make that move when there's a vote of no confidence. Could you imagine you hire a coach to fix somebody, he fixes him, a year later he's like, yeah, I can't coach him anymore. And it's an open secret from the from 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 players that he 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 used to be in the same organization with, and players who are in your organization as legends. Wow. And yet they can draft the right guy, twentieth overall, and stick him in this quarterback room with two lead pipe wielding professional and human beings, aces, A plus people, and professionals, and Dalton and Foles, and off they go. And all of a sudden, it's like great move, Ryan Pace, and this is a genius head coach, two time coach of the year, Matt Nagy. That's how quickly it can turn if the continuity works and if you get lucky. But in the meantime, if I'm an owner, I want to know everything, and I better find the right guy, and that that everybody doesn't think is my mole. It's such a crazy, crazy world to get it right. And they were 5-1 and one last year. 844-204-RICH. Levante David of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He has signed along with a ton of other world champs from last year. It is still last year already. Same calendar year. Levante David, when we come back. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. 
Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, I mentioned at the top of the program that the Buccaneers free agency, first week of free agency, that they are going down the list of people that they wanted to keep, that they really needed to keep or should keep, and they're checking one box after another, and that includes this grown-ass man in the middle of the defense next to Devin White, a world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneer with a two-year, $25 million contract. Uh, all signed and sealed and delivered, I imagine. Levante David here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Levante? Hey, Rich. How you doing? I'm great, man. Thank you for having me. You are you are most welcome, and we are much appreciating uh, your your phone call here. What's it like um, in the defensive huddle with uh, Devin White, the two of you guys, Levante? Oh, man, it, it, it's different. He's uh, one of those young guys who's going to always talk, who always going to be energetic, going to be uh, real motivating, and, you know, um, he's definitely, you know, somebody who I'm, who I'm proud to take the field with because I know he's going to give his all every time we out there, man. Uh, the, the bond that we have that we created on the field, we're trying to create what we created off the field. We're trying to create that on the field as well. Uh, we got a lot of room left to continue to improve, man. And um, I'm glad to be, uh, like you said earlier, man, I'm glad to continue to prove that, uh, improve that with him with uh, my two-year con- uh, contract uh, with the Bucks to uh, continue to play with him. So – yeah, do I pick up from what you just put down that he talks more than you, Levante? Oh, of course, of course, <laughs> a thousand times more. Yeah, <laughs> a thousand times more. Um, I, I don't think I ever seen somebody who talk as much as him uh, ever in my nine years of playing football. He's uh he goes, he he goes, and like he's one of those people when like if you if he don't find nothing to talk, can't you don't got nothing to talk about, man? He gonna try to find something to do, try to bring up some type of conversation with you, so. Uh, but you know it, it's him, man. You gotta love it. No, of course, and 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 it's infectious. And you know, he told me about the first conversations he had with Bruce Arians, who basically said, "If you're uh-huh. on the board, we're taking you." And then they did, and they add him to uh-huh. you know. And he's one of those guys that I, I I'd, I'd want to have play for for me if I was ever so fortunate to have that situation. Yeah. You're another one of them. But how 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 do you go, how did you make it work, right? I mean, you're a veteran. You've been there uh-huh. since your your drafting in the second round out uh-huh. of. Nebraska. I mean, you go yeah. way back to you know uh, Greg Schiano. You've been through four right. coaches there. You've been through a whole mm-hmm. bunch of changes, and here comes this kid from LSU, top five. Yeah. Uh, how do you? How do you? How did you adjust to all of that? To where we've now seen a Lombardi Trophy being brought to town. I mean, you know, uh, when he first came in, you know, Devin already had uh, the respect uh, uh, of me. He already respected me uh, as a player and things like that. And it was time just you know for him to uh, you know just get to know me. Understand that um, you know I'm I'm uh, I'm a leader of the team for the past whatever years, and he's coming in as a rookie, coming in you know to try to you know help me out, and uh, that's what he's been doing. And um, you know after weeks go by, you know I just try to teach him, and then just teach him you know try to teach him the ropes and uh, what people taught me when I first came in. And for a kid to come in to be a number five uh, pick, you know you already know the expectations are already high. And uh, I just tell him every time we go out there, man, you know, man, use me. You know, use me as your resource. You know, use me on the field, use me off the field. You know, we out here together. We both trying to win football games. We both trying to, uh, you know, make a statement in this league. And, uh, you know, so far, so good, man. Uh, he's 
he's uh he's came in. You know, you've seen uh, the flashes of what he can do. You've seen why they picked him number five overall. And all he's going to do is just keep on getting better. And uh, I feel like he's a kid who, you know, he listens. You know, he's, uh, he takes coaching. And uh, he just go out there and put it all on the field. And he just want to play football, man, at the end of the day. And um, kind of, you know, tell each other all the time, you know, we, we who going to make the next play. And that's how we motivate each other all the time. I tell him, like, you going to make a play this the drive or I'm going to make the play and uh, we're going we gonna to go out there and do what we do. Well, I mean, again, last couple of years uh, you guys have been clearly the best tandem in the league. There, there's no question about that and Todd Bowles uh, it seems like might be more uh, attuned to your personality and vice versa because he doesn't say very <laughs> yeah. much either, but he can just give you a look yeah. and you'll know that this is what he wants. I mean, he's that type right. of guy and he's still sticking around there. Unfortunately, I know he wants another coaching gig, head coaching gig, but I guess for the moment uh, you get to run it back. What has he done for you and the rest of that defense that we saw turn into oh, a championship run this year, Levante? I mean, he, he's everything what, what people told me he was. You know, obviously when uh, we first when we first got him, you know, switching the defense over from a four three to a three four. You know, I was a little skeptical about that. I didn't know nothing about uh, a three four defense. I played in a four three my whole career, and uh, I just wanted to see how they was going to use me. And uh, he gave me a call. We talked, had a good conversation, and we heard it all right in there. And, uh, you know, um, first meeting, you know, he sat down, you know, just explain, explain everything, how, how everything's supposed to be done, how everything, how he wants everything done. And, uh, he taught me a lot of football, man. He taught me, you know, taught me more than I thought I knew, you know, as far as like concepts and, uh, what you want from, uh, different players and certain defenses and stuff like that. So he's definitely a guy who, who definitely, who definitely deserves another head coach opportunity, man. He's a smart man. He's football savvy. And uh, and it, and it shows weekend we got. By the way, uh, we play on defense. So uh, he he helped me not only me, but he he also helped a lot of you know other players. You know, as far as especially we got our young football team, especially on defense. So he definitely helped those guys. He helped them with their confidence, and uh, he put those guys in position to make put everybody in position to make plays. So we definitely are fortunate enough to have a guy like him, and uh, even the whole staff. Man, those guys work well together, and uh, whatever they uh, learn, they bring it down to us, and they teach us really well. And uh, we applied on the field. What were you able to do in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs that so few teams were able to do? I mean, um, did, did what what did you see going in? Was it the, the tackles being down? It was because mm-hmm. it, it, it was essentially from what I thought, despite the tackles yeah. being down, about how you yeah. and Devin would be able to handle Travis Kelsey, who's one of the best in the business, and then obviously the guys up front harassed yeah. uh, Mahomes enough. Um, but <laughs> what, what did you guys see going into that game that you were able to affect? For the championship, oh man, it's just it's just a team that have you know the the ridiculous amount of weapons like that they have. You know, start with Tyreek Hill, then Travis Kelsey, and then you know obviously with the quarterback uh, Patrick Mahomes. Man, we just try to do the, try to do as much as we can to disrupt what they got going on. Uh, the main thing is we just you know tackling and making sure we disrupting to disrupt timing uh, from the quarterback. You know, uh, they're the type of offense who who, uh, who who likes to get the ball out fast and then take their shots in there. So. Once we was able to, you know, just lock in and do what we supposed to do, you know, Coach Bowles came up with a great game plan, and uh, we just went out there and executed, man. Like, uh, like I said, man, they're a great football team, but I feel like uh, us uh, mentally, we were just, just, just ready to go out there and play our best brand of football and show. Levante David here on the Rich Eisen show, and going into that game, I'll be honest, I was one of the. Uh, many, certainly all, most of us on, on NFL Network's desk that thought the, the home field situation really wasn't 
mm-hmm. much of anything because the Chiefs were right. home all week too, you know, because of the right. pandemic and there wouldn't be a ton of fans. And even the fans that are in there, you know, there yeah. it would be 50-50 split. But Michael Irvin's like, no, 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 no. That these guys for the Bucks do not, will not, cannot look at this field the same way again or want to mm-hmm. look at this field the same way again if the Chiefs are celebrating on it and winning a championship mm-hmm. and that they will never right. let that happen and I'm wondering if he was on to something, Levante. <laughs> yeah, it was a different level of motivation. You know, uh, first time in history a team is playing their home stadium in, uh, for the Super Bowl. And uh, definitely uh, coming out, walking to the practice field, you can see the stadium and you see people putting up the, the Super Bowl signs and stuff like that. So it definitely added an extra little motivation. And um, understanding what they did to us the first game on that field, you know, uh, it was like, man, we can't let that let that happen again. Uh, this moment right here, this is it. You know, uh, whatever you got, you gotta let, you gotta let it all out. You know, for this football game right here, and then to do it in your home stadium, you know, uh, it, it definitely adds a, a different type of juice level for, for our performance. But you were you're going to let the Chiefs win on your turf is really what Michael was saying. It was just that that's the end of that. Oh, like that was not. Nah, was, yeah. that, was that discussed? No, 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 that was not. Yeah, that was not an option right there. <laughs> that was not an option. We just had to go out and just you know play our best brand of football, but for another team that is basically like, I mean, they did it in the regular season, but this is a whole different level right here. So, Levante, David, you know, um, I wanted to give you and the rest of the defense your due um, mm-hmm. because it's w- worthy, uh, beyond worthy. What you guys did mm-hmm. and how you were gelling was remarkable, certainly in the last yeah. half of the season and through the playoffs. So, and I also think it's been remarkable restraint by me to not mention the name Tom Brady in this conversation up until this very point, but it, I, I do right. feel the need to bring it to the GOAT here. How, mm-hmm. how, how did he change things for you? You've been there, again, you've been there since 2012. I mean, you go back to yeah. Josh Freeman, for crying out loud, as yeah. the quarterback. Right. So, so w- w- how did he change things there in Tampa? I mean, I mean, all those guys, taking up from those guys, man. I had a great group of guys come in, uh, play quarterback for the team, guys who – have great character, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, that's who talented, talented in their own right at throwing the football. Um, but I, I think just you know, just just Tom coming in, uh, a six-time Super Bowl winner, a guy who knows what it takes to win, and a guy who with his you know superstar status and stuff like that. All does all this just raise the, the the confidence level of guys around him. You know, just understanding how he does it, just watching him, the way he moves, the way he studies, the way he practices. Just watching, watching, watching the way he does things. All you try to do is just, uh, just mimic him. Just try to uh, have that same type of work mentality when he comes to work. You know, uh, he's studying, you know, day in and day out, and, and his practice habits, the way he he, he competes in practice, and all he did is just shoot everybody else, uh, just raise everybody else's, you know, uh, you know, play and everybody else's performance because you know he did it. This guy right here has six Super Bowl rings, and we're trying to get one. So I feel like you know he came in, you know, just. Everybody just wanted to get on his level, and uh, that's what he did. He got everybody up to his level, played at uh, a fast pace, played high tempo football, and uh, we was out there. To, uh, we went out there and got it done. So, do you ever sneak a peek while he was operating the offense on the sideline? Uh, or not no? really. Okay, not really. I mean, we're too busy going over uh, going right. over adjustments and stuff on defense. I mean, it's an ongoing thing throughout the game. But uh, when you do get a little time, you you kind of you know you, you kind of see the way he does things, and you and off sometimes, but. And then, you know, uh, you just expect that out of him. Expect that, expect him to go out there and be great and do what you do. Fourth and goal, NFC Championship game. Um, late in the game, you surprised to see Green Bay send their kicker out there instead of Aaron Ro- Aaron Rodgers? 
Levante David? Yeah, I mean, as I was surprised, but at the same time, I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure, but so, yeah, you, you had to think though that they were going to go for yeah. it, don't you think? Yeah, Levante? it was a it was a tight game. You know, it was in the red zone, so I definitely did think they were going to go for it. But when they sent the kick out, you know, I'm like, hey, okay, you know, because I'm not on a field goal block team, but I was standing out there. Just waiting, just expecting them to go for it. But, you know, I guess they had other things, you know, planned. I mean, I don't know what they had in mind, but you know, shoot, I was happy when they ran the kicker out there and uh and uh didn't go for it. You know, you never know what would have happened. But, you know, um I was really you know, it, it was shocking, but you know, uh, that's just something that they wanted to do and I felt like that's something that they need to do at that moment. Yeah, I mean in the locker room halftime must have been something else. I mean, you and uh the rest of your 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 teammates going back and forth to keep it a you know um the lead and uh it's a tight game and and all of a sudden Brady going up top to Scotty Miller no risk it no biscuit yeah. touchdown that must have been amazing heading into the locker room thinking that this yeah, is that was, this is your moment yeah right yeah that was real, that was real big that was real big especially at that time you know uh, winding down with a couple seconds left you go deep and you score a touchdown to go up I believe it was 21-10 at the half you had all the momentum but uh as we all know man it's never over when 12 uh Aaron Rodgers is over there you know, on the other side of the ball with the talent that he have over there. And uh, they definitely uh, did come and make it a football game uh, in the second half. And, uh, you know, this is what we expected, man. But we was able to keep our poise, keep our composure, and just continue to play a full four quarters of football. And we was able to, we was able to get it done. All right, Levante, David, before I let you go, um, before we talk mm-hmm. about your foundation, which we'll get to in a second here, I need, yeah. a, I need an honest answer. Not like that you've been lying mm-hmm. to me this entire time. I'm actually setting this up. I'm building the drama because I definitely need uh-huh. a real answer. If Tom yeah. Brady threw the Lombardi trophy from one boat to another into a group <laughs> of defenders now, okay, into a group of defenders, yeah. who would have the? Who would you want to have the best hands to catch it? Who's got the best hands in the defense to catch a Lombardi trophy flipped from one boat to another in a championship parade? Who? The best hands on defense to catch it. Yes. I'm, I'm obviously say me, you know. I trust myself, you okay. know, because just because it was my first one, so I was gonna make it. I was gonna make sure I catch that one. You know, I can't. You know, you can't drop the Lombardi Trophy. It's my first one, man. So I'm gonna make sure I secure it. Okay. But yeah, so uh, I'm uh, I'm always been on myself to uh, make that catch. Yeah, because you know Godwin dropped his phone in the river. Did anybody on the defense yeah. fumble one over the side of uh, of a boat? Anybody else cough one <laughs> nah, up? Or nah, what? nah, nah, nah. We don't get those many opportunities to get the ball in my hand, so we gonna make sure we try to okay. catch it. All the fun, okay, it nothing went out. No, <laughs> nothing went overboard. I mean, this has yeah. got to be amazing for you, man. I mean, again, a mm-hmm. uh, kid from South Florida, a couple of stops mm-hmm. before going to Nebraska, getting drafted. You saw uh-huh. so many coaching changes. You saw, uh-huh. uh, you know, if I'm not mistaken, Arians is your fourth head coach in the yeah, league, right? right? And then yeah. the, uh, you mentioned in your 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 first class, first rate to mention the the quarterbacks were high character and all, mm. you know, good in their own right. But they're, you know, obviously there's only one Tom Brady. This has to be amazing uh-huh. for you that you're a champion. Yeah. You got a two year contract and going uh-huh. into your, you know, your 30 year old with a two year, 25 million dollar deal and. And uh-huh. the team, the team seems to be getting everybody back, getting the band back together. Right. I know there might be some right. others out there to still work on, but this has got to be amazing for you. Yeah, it's amazing, man. Uh, I always think back and I always, you know, think about all the, the you know, the first eight years that I uh, was with the, when I was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, uh, uh, not a lot of media coverage. You know, not a lot of people know who's on the football team. A lot of you know, uh, bashing. A lot of talks about you know the Bucks. You know, chase they're chasing the bus gonna go five eleven, bus gonna go six and ten, and then just now it's just it's just different. And uh, for me to get this platform, man, I'm, I'm I'm gonna take full advantage of it 
because I don't know how long I got left, you know, to, to be at this, being this, uh, being this situation. So, you know, uh, the first eight years I ain't had this opportunity. So now that I got the opportunity, man, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm, 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 you know, take full advantage of it. You know, uh, you know, uh, obviously, you know, past years, you know, we didn't have we didn't have nothing to talk about, obviously, and now. Super Bowl champions, man. You got a lot to talk about, and uh, you know we're gonna brag and boast. You know, I'm sure you know my teammates feel the same way, and uh, I feel like we're a confident group, man. And um, you know, I feel like we got like great, great leaders in that locker room, man. And I'm, I'm definitely blessed to be a part of the organization. Come on, there's been times where obviously you know you just have those you know on nights coming out of football, after the losses you suffered in the previous years, but you know it's just it's just different now, and I'm blessed to be a part of. It. Come on, say you want to you're going to win it again. Just go ahead, just say you're going to win it back to back, Levante. You know you want to deep down. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, obviously, I got all the confidence in the world that we can get there again. But you know, just it it, it it takes a lot. You know, obviously, you know, it took a lot this year. We uh, we, we went eleven to five, and uh, nobody did expect us to to be in a position that we was in. So. It's, it's going it's to take a lot again, you know. Um, we went from being the hunters to hunt it, so you never know how how it's going to be now. But um, you know, I'm comfortable enough in the guys in the locker room, man, that we could get it done again. Levante David Foundation helping public education fulfill the promise of equal opportunity. You help college-bound students um, mm-hmm. and uh, and youth, obviously, uh, academically overall. I'll give you the floor on why you chose yeah. this aspect to wrap your foundation around. Levante. Yeah, man, I chose to ask that because, you know, um, looking back at my situation, I didn't take school as serious as I should have uh, back when I was in high school. You know, I always just thought about uh, having maintaining a certain grade point average for me, for me to be eligible to play football. And now I'm in a position I'm in right now to be able to, you know, kind of, you know, break that, that norm of people thinking that way. And um, I just want to help people education-wise because I ended up going to junior college. And uh, I wasn't able to go to the school that I wanted to go to, a big Division One school. So now I'm in a position to help those, you know, uh, trying to follow in the same path as me to, uh, as far as, you know, help people financially or just get, give, give people, you know, opportunities to uh, uh, get to a, a school of their dreams and um, be able to, you know, succeed ac- uh, academically. And um, I feel like uh, this uh, this um, a calling for me, that I, and it's something that I really want to do. And uh, me and my team is putting together a great plan to get it done. Levante David fifty four dot com to learn more about the foundation. And um, mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. Fifty four and forty five next to each other for years to come. But may may that happen, and may you win as much as you possibly can, Levante. Good luck yeah. to you. Yes, sir. I appreciate you, Rich. Thank you for having me. You got it. That is Levante David, 45 is Devin White, by the way. That is it. Those two guys next to each other. Look out. Look out. That's the way they're building right there. Front seven, TB12, 12, 12, 13, 14, 45, 54. That's not a bad. That's not a bad five. I think I'm going to play those numbers in the Powerball tonight, as a matter of fact. That's right. Write that down. I just love stories like that. Honestly, out of Nebraska, Greg Chiano's first year, Josh Freeman's last. Go. Cool. Now you're watching, uh, you're, you're lifting a trophy with Tom Brady as your quarterback. How about that, man? <laughs> what? That's a come up. What? <laughs> you ain't never lied. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never lied. You know what I'm saying? Over 500 one time in his career. And now look. Now look. <laughs> and now, and now we're chance. talking about running it back. And it's no joke. It's no yeah, joke. Yeah. I know I've... You know, it's goading him to saying, yeah, we're going to win it all again. Well, he doesn't have to. I think a lot of us will go ahead and say. (laughs) No, 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 I already did. I already said I'm not going to doubt Tom Brady again. 
because they're yeah. they're getting honestly they're getting their pieces back and their their line is intact. How many other quarterbacks are like Russell's? Like I need to be protected. The Raiders are are dismantling their offensive line to go younger. You know that. By the way, you know I I, I want to talk about that a little bit and and um, when we come back here and and uh, a little bit more free agency and what Arizona is doing before Clark Kellogg joins me to help me fill out my brackets. <laughs> That's kind of cheating, Rich. No, it's not. It's called using the host chair to the best of my ability while also creating a very highly entertaining and informative three-hour radio and television show. That's what it's called. At least that's the way I'm looking at it. Hey, folks. It's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because sleep number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now save 40 percent on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time for J.D. Power 2023 award information. Visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, let's take uh, some uh, some phone calls right here. Our buddy Alan Dallas. What's up, Al? How you doing? You you might have Kenny Galladay in the big blue by the end of the day. That would be good. That would be nice. Hello, over-caffeinated and tired. Yes, I am. Uh, yeah. Hello, Al. Hey, uh, good fantasy team name, by the way. Pissing off sound guys. That's, that's, that's not bad. <laughs> or a boat. Or pissing. <laughs> hey, uh, El Salvador. I mean, I was just watching. On a, that's sick. That 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 looked like Jack, right, Brockman? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, listen, w- that would be a huge signing for them. Uh, is that a long-term deal, though? That's the only thing I can't. I don't have my. F- I don't know. It hasn't been done yet. Kenny Galladay's in the building, and everybody, you know, who I follow on Twitter and who I appreciate their knowledge says there's mutual interest. And once you get a guy in the, like, literally physically in the building, you're not going to let him walk out, I don't think. I think this is, it's one of those things where this is what the Giants are offering. This is what we're willing to accept. Well, then come on in. Let's, let's uh, show them around. Like, it's not like, you know, uh, wanting to make sure that they 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 see you know that there's a, a Starbucks around the corner before they sign you know what I mean like Welcome I think to Caucus, New Jersey pretty much you know, you know what I mean so like I think that that's that's what I think is really where it's going and what this means Al is like it's go time for Daniel Jones you know what I mean like you're gonna have to figure out do we pick up a fifth year option on him or not and then uh, and 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 again if I'm Gettleman I'm gonna want to get these pieces around and let's go it's time it's go time it, it is time. It is time. Right here, right now. Right here, right now. I agree. And uh, I appreciate the call, Al. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. Uh, Our our poll question, how does that sit right now with the uh, NFC East? 
You threw that out there. there. I think it's going to be a little top-heavy is my two cents on that. At Rich Eisen Show, you put all four NFC East teams. Who's got the chance to to win it all? What do you got for me? NFC East favorite right now, Eagles, 5%. Giants, 11%. Cowboys, sorry, TJ, 32%. Your Washington football team. 52%. 52%. Chargers just signed Jared Cook, who, as you know, is uh, he is a tight end. He's solid plus. You know what I mean? Like he, Solid plus? He, he, John Bowie, our coordinating, our EP, 32. pardon me, our, our New Orleans Saints uh, fan said uh, something in my ear that's unmentionable because he's the one who coughed up the football that changed the tenor of the entire playoff loss to the Buccaneers. But anyway, long story short, um, you know, Hunter Henry gone. Jared Cook in. Guy has some serious production ability. Justin Herbert's going to find him. I'll take him on a fantasy team late. I'll tell you that. I mean. Um, <laughs> the only Jared Cook photo? Like, come on, Fumbling, Don. getting a ball punched out by Antoine Winfield. Um, you talk so, about Kenny Galladay, Rich, just real quick. Like, yes. Who would you want to play with? Joe Burrow or Daniel Jones? But if I'm, if I'm I don't know who's going to. You know, I, I don't know who's going to pay me. I, if I want the money and the right. Giants are going to cough it up, I'll go to New York City. Again, you hit it in New York City, you you got, you know, subway commercials coming your way. Yeah, that's true. You hit it in Cincinnati, different story, for less money, and sure, you can, what, are you going to win? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'd want to come out here. I'll take a, I'll take a cut rate to, to come out here to Los Angeles and – be the be be my well, be the Stafford, guy for Matthew Stafford yeah, again, but I don't know how Justin possible Herbert, this yeah. is. I, I'm just that's a fantasy football conversation right yeah. there. Like I was I'm just, just wondering, you know, together. two young quarterbacks. Um, I will, you know, I texted somebody that's not named Mayock because I'll I'm leaving him alone for the moment while he's in the middle of everything going on. Um, but I texted somebody who I greatly appreciate in their knowledge of the sport and certainly talent evaluation. Like what what are the Raiders doing on their offensive line? They're sending Gabe Jackson to Seattle. And again, I mentioned this earlier with Steve Weich. If Russell Wilson says, I'll play for the Raiders potentially, why not? And uh, because I'm concerned about my pass protection here in Seattle, go get a, an offensive lineman he was going to go play for in Oakland. I mean, I'm sorry, in Vegas. Go get uh, Gabe Jackson. So Gabe's there. And Rodney Hudson apparently said, I want out. And the Raiders are like, okay, you know. They bring back Richie Incognito. Well, they did that. Yeah, they they let him go, and then they brought him back for for less. I mean, the guy's pushing forty. And um, Rodney Hudson is now. I mean, Arizona just keeps on cherry picking players that the that that the teams that currently have them are giving up on, if you will, the one year early rather than late. The Belichick approach. Which is what maybe what Mayock is and and the and Gruden's doing with the offensive line? Maybe. Um, and so the reason why I bring that up is here's the text I got from somebody who I greatly appreciate. They like the young O line they have, and thought they might be getting a little too old, moving on earlier than later rather than anything else. Because I'm wondering what are they doing on the on the line? What are they doing? We'll see how that works out. They re-signed Zay Jones. Bring him back. He's pretty good. The Raiders next year are going to be fascinating. Well, all th- or 32 teams well, have something yeah. fascinating about that. But Arizona now takes Rodney Hudson, puts him on the line to protect Kyler Murray a little bit better, 
and get enough time to throw to A.J. Green and DeAndre Hopkins and blow open the holes for Kenyon Drake and... And maybe Larry Fitzgerald? I don't know. I'm thinking the A.J. Green signing is Larry Fitzgerald. Um, You know, protection or, or replacement, for the lack of a better word. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just wondering if maybe it's, hey, Larry, we'll take a little bit more pressure you want off. To talk about cherry on top. for one more year. You want to talk about bonus right. or with luxury. Could you yeah. imagine? He's your fourth guy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Christian Kirk. and I I really, that, that division is just so tough. It's Another so reason why, why would Seattle cough up Russell Wilson? Why? What? Start building for the future? For their coach who turned 70? Come on now. And Bobby Wagner's when his windows now, and other veterans their windows now, and DK Metcalf is just beginning to blossom. Mm-hmm. Why would you trade Russell? That's the whole point. Why, <laughs> if the situation isn't as dire as saying what we're hearing in Houston with Deshaun Watson, why make it work? Figure it out. Figure it out and protect him. And now, what if they add Lombardi Lenny? What if they add him and start running the ball? They already run the ball. But to much greater effect than what they're doing. Much greater effect. The whole point is to let Russ cook. Yeah. That's the whole point. Look at this guy over there. Yeah. <laughs> I heard cook. Yeah. Got excited. Well done. <laughs> I'm engaged. Clark Kellogg's going to join us uh, as we start turning to uh, March Madness. March Madness amidst the free agency frenzy. Frenzy. Madness. Hour three coming up here on the Rich Eisen Show. 